you fart? No. Jesus. What the fuck is that smell? Hi, and welcome to Side by Side, nerds. I'm yeah! Tom. And I'm Chuck. We're going to be talking about Side by Sides. And beer. And, and hunting and fishing. And beers. Eating, eating possums. Mmm. Ain't nothing I like better than getting drunk off my ass and jumping into my side-by-side. Since I lost my license, it's a convenient way for me to get around with my family and my stuff. Completely street legal. Oh. No one can stop me. Mm-hmm. Take that, bummer. Yeah, all right. Side-by-side fans everywhere like, we don't talk like that. <laughs> Finally, a show that talks to us. Ah, uh, this speaks to my needs. <laughs> Sister wife, come out here. Get out here. What? What? Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, That's not your beer. People in the South are like, we don't die like that. <laughs> I have angry family members already writing letters to me. Usually letters like der, Z. Der, check. D. Crayon. G. <laughs> Well, he put an H this time. He's mad. He's pissed. <laughs> Hollis, if you're listening, I'm just joking. Uh-huh. <laughs> go ahead and email us or, you know, go to a city and ask someone to email. <laughs> someone to use that fancy telephone. You get out here talking. The talking stick. <laughs> talking. Get on the talking stick. The magic talking stick. Magic talking dick. Oh boy! Help me, talking stick. Oh. <laughs> We're just losing listeners by the second. Mm-hmm. How are you, Todd? I'm I'm all right. You all right? Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm all right. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, yep, yep. We need like the the king of the hill music. Where's Where's my banjo? I left it at home. Which one? I have a new one. That, I have a new one. I have a new one that'll actually keep, hold the tune against all odds. Have you been practicing? Yes, somewhat. It's very difficult with kids because your daughter runs down, throws her cat pee on the ground and goes, we play music together. And then she starts mashing the button over and over that plays random dumb songs. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy can't switch between Yankee Doodle and that and the other song that fast. And nor can I play as out of tune as the cat piano. Oh. Yeah. It's a thing. So... We may or may not have an interview this show. Yes, we're waiting to see if the call comes through. Yeah, so we'll we'll just play it by ear. We'll keep you tuned. In the meantime, I was thinking we should open a Royal Enfield dealer. What? Well, you know the the kids the kids like those the kids these bikes. days the kids these days the like hipsters. those vintage bikes. Yeah, the hipsters. I'm told. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the vintage bikes are very big, and Royal Enfield has that. Aren't they an Indian company? Yeah, but oh. but 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 they're now partnering with GE Capital. So, won't you please open dealership, Chuck? <laughs> Chuck, right, what? Please, Chuck. What? We'll give you money, Chuck. Money? You can get a loan real easy. Really? Be your best friend. Oh, yeah? Loan you some money. Do I get a free toaster? No. Oh. Guys. <laughs> guys. Are you saying they sound desperate? Open a dealer, guys. <laughs> please open a dealer. I can't imagine. I mean, They've got to be pitching that to existing dealers. No one's going to open a Royal Enfield dealer. No, no, I, I can't imagine. It's funny, though, because you'd think an existing dealer would already have a line of credit set up, like that being yeah. you know part and parcel to the Yeah, the I wonder biz. if it's just... Uh, Maybe you can't get a loan for Royal Enfields? 
How hard is it to get a road infill? I mean, uh, can we get them here? Well, I'd start with where the fuck do I go get one? Right. I mean, can we get one here? Is there anyone in town that doesn't? I'm aware of. The one dealer, there was the one dealership asking, like, which, should I do Ural or Royal Enfield? And everybody's like, Ural, 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 Royal mm. Enfield. Shut up, Doug. <laughs> and at that point, it, it was silent because there's yeah. only six guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've seen two Urals around town. Neither, neither of them are ours. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> no, the one was black, though, so I checked. It's Have actually, you seen the camo one? Yeah, which which camo one? There's a, there's a, there's a forest camo and a uh, winter camo. My uh, wife took a picture of the winter camo one. I saw one that was a brown camo. Oh, desert camo. Desert camo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was parked in front of the uh, the BMW dealer. Oh, okay then. So there might... Well, we did have... Remember that one That one dealer said they were a Ural shop? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they are anymore. I don't I don't know what they are anymore. Um, I think they're just like general power sports now. They're still around. They moved. Wait. Oh, yeah. They moved over to the get stabbed part of town. Yeah. Um, next to that Mexican restaurant, I which is like them. the fancy version of Rico's and <laughs> nonetheless is in a scarier place than Rico's. I see them advertising like pickups and shit. And oh, you know what else I think they have? Oh, please say. Do they have side by sides? Well, that's where the money is. Especially <laughs> <laughs> in Utah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Can't swing a dead cat without hitting a redneck in-law with a side-by-side. Mm-hmm. Speaking of weird stuff, someone asked our opinion about CF Moto. CF Moto. I went to their website. Um, I did, too. And they appear to make quads and... And what? Side-by-sides. Side-by-sides! That makes sense! Uh, uh, it we might be weird to think that the only appropriate way to drive a side by side is to be drinking heavily. A little weird. You're missing something there. Don't drink and drive, kids. You got to be drinking heavily, really shitty watered down beer. Oh, like, like Pabst. kind of yeah, uh, worse than Pabst, like sub Pabst, like Bud Light, Bud Natty Light, Light. yeah, yeah. Michelob. You know? uh, what's the what's the what's the shitty beer out here? Coors PBR. Light. Oh, yeah. Natural Light. Jenny Light. Natty. Natty. Yeah. Natty Light. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that Natty Light is natural light? You are so from California. My God. Yeah, we don't have that beer in California. <laughs> you also don't have Jenny. Everybody from everybody from the general area of, of western New York and surrounding areas is like, oh, Jenny. Jenny Cream Ale, folks. The only thing to drink while driving your side-by-side. Our, our shitty beers in California are Dos Equis mm-hmm. and um, Coronas. shitty. That is extensive <laughs> shitty. <laughs> That's what we drink for shitty Corona beer. Corona is what your pee looks like when you drink other shitty beers. Uh, <laughs> That's that what we drink. <laughs> Coronas. Buckets of Coronas and Dos Equis. So funny funny story. I was in Mexico and I just arrived there uh-huh. on a trip. And I was with you know some work people. Got sent on a work trip. And I'm sitting there and they're drinking like Corona lights. I'm like, yeah, Corona lights. Okay. If you can't get another kind of beer. I mean, I, I don't, I don't generally do the sorority chick beers and I'm sitting there just like mercilessly fucking making fun of Corona. Just like, just laying into it. Okay. Um, knowing that Dos Equis is the local beer and no one's going to care. Um, well, except the guy who I'm talking to, I'm like, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a beer distributor. Oh, it's like, well, for who? He's just like for Corona. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> I have to go. Uh, I didn't speak with him the rest of the trip. <laughs> you know that beer you've been drinking, Todd? Wasn't what? beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're clear, though, Corona is shit. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> that, that that was the college beer. You could buy buckets of it for ten for you know ten for ten. Yeah, Jenny Jenny Light or Jenny Cream Ale in Rochester was the thing. Yeah, you know. Cream Ale. Yeah. Okay. As near as I could tell, it's just a slightly swillier, like slightly smoother version of Jenny Light, which is funny because Jenny Light tastes like drinking fucking water. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I actually grew up in the bars where they would do the poppers too. Which oh yes, yeah, the Mexican guy with the whistle. That, yeah. That is a horrible way to drink. It's an awful way to drink. That yes. is not. A did good he have drink. Did he have the the fake schlong underneath his apron that he take out and hit you in the face with when you took a shot? Not to guys. <laughs> but if he picked up a girl, man, he didn't put her down for like five minutes. Right. <laughs> you guys just have to be like, you, uh, uh, you got your, your, you, your time's you up. Gotta, you're, okay, you're good. You, yeah. And then he'd still want to get paid after. It was mm-hmm. very insulting. Yeah. <laughs> Classifieds. Classifieds. We have a few this week. Speaking of being insulting to women. Oh, yes. Let's be insulting to women. Let's holy shit. (laughs) Uh, 2002 Sportster forward controls and saddlebags. And here they are uh, across the back of a woman. Yep. I have a set of forward controls off a 2002 Sportster for $100 B.O. A set of Radier. Raider. They're like raid saddlebags. Raider saddlebags for 50 BO and a tank bra for 10 B. Sold the bike and no longer needs. So he can't model it on the bike. Person. I. On a shitty linoleum floor. Yeah. And, uh, all right. And 70s carpet in the background. (laughs) Yeah. This is a a paragon of the community right here. This looks like a snuff picture. Uh, Yeah. I, um,. Yep, that's a thing. That's a thing. And she's wearing a Harley Davidson hoodie. Yes, and some random legs with jeans in the background. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving on. Classy. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. We've talked about Honda Elites. You can at last be cool, Chuck, with a 1985 Honda Elite 150 Patriotic Edition for 800 bucks. That's a pretty smoky deal. <laughs> the beauty you see before you is a Honda Elite 150 Deluxe Edition. I have owned it for three glorious years, but I am unable to give her the respect she deserves because I am way too busy doing non-scooter-related things. Being a loser. <laughs> she handles wonderfully. With the engine being 150cc, she can hit 60 miles an hour in mere seconds. <laughs> Note that he does not count the number. When you turn the key, the headlight flips up faster than my middle finger when people don't use their turn signals. Another reason I'm saying this is because I never went and got a license for it. Oh. And much like throwing a party in your neighbor's pool when they're in Thailand, the authorities frown upon <laughs> operating a vehicle without a license. <laughs> so the, the it's got an American flag design made entirely from stickers and electrical tape. So if you aren't fond of the poorly attached decorations or you're a sympathizer with the Communist Party, it's relatively simple to remove. And he did such a good job, I would feel sad doing so. Yeah, it, it doesn't... It looks... It sounds much better than what it's described as. Yeah. You gotta go look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with new tires, windshield. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And there's a picture of him wearing an American flag outfit on it. Yeah, he's got the American flag hoodie and pants, and he's holding an assault rifle. Yeah, yeah. And a rifle over his shoulder. I, I, I will bet 10 bucks he's got a mullet under that hoodie. Seems possible. <laughs> Although, if you take a closer look at him, you notice the car that's parked next to it. The GMC? It's a dad car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I have also added a picture of me riding on a scooter with my American flag onesie, which is unfortunately not for sale. I am also not for sale, but if you want to rent me, we can discuss those wages. <laughs> I can show up at your house party or family barbecue, and you can introduce me as your rowdy friend Steve while I high-five the guests and crush cold brews. I just applied for a lost title because I am irresponsible. Please be patient. <laughs> Well, that's, uh, it, you know, it looks pretty damn good. Uh, oh, my God. You, sir. Look at the test drive conditions. The, the third one. Look at the third test drive condition. Test drive conditions. You have a valid driver's license that will hold on to. You promise not to take it off sweet jumps, no matter how many attractive girls are cheering you on. Reasonable. You will be followed by my younger brother, Dale, on his segue to make sure there is no funny business. <laughs> Okay. That says everything I need to know about how fast this goes. Yeah, say, so you're not going to be able to escape a Segway. <laughs> hmm, that, that is a thing. Well, you know, we talked think, a lot about getting a Honda Elite. I think it's time for you to go pick this thing up. Yeah? Yeah. For this, I've already got a sweet chick. Yeah, but think of how cool you'd be with this thing. She'd be like, take me now. She's already like that. Yeah, but what? but like any, you know... Like, after that, she's tired. You can be like, I have a Honda Elite that's American flag. You should be like, all right. <laughs> Grudgingly. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I see your point. Nah. Yeah. You make it fine. And, and let's be honest. How cool would you feel riding this around? The real the real payoff is not the chicks you would pick up with it. It's how you would finally feel like you had captured cool. At last, you would be cool instead of a total raging, mind-boggling dork. Ish. I feel real sad. You know what make you feel better? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess? <laughs> well, it could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. It could be a 1985 Honda Elite 150, mm-hmm. or it could be opening my own Royal Enfield dealership, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. I could be driving my own side by side. Any of the above would really fit the bill. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, if I'm, let's move on from that. Mm-hmm. This is something more my speed. I what? This is a custom 2002 Suzuki 1300 Hayabusa trike. Does it come with a huge fat person on it, like in the picture? Um, no. He, I don't. He's the one selling it. Is he the one on crutches next to it? Yes. Ah. Uh, I will only respond to emails or texts that start with the word blue. He missed a missed opportunity. He could I know. It could have been blue. blue. Uh, now to the important part. First sale, blah, 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 blah. Bike runs great. No limiter or governor. It's a beast. All stock, except for this giant list of stuff. <laughs> Custom stretch, four-inch Frankenstein trike rear. Rear is narrowed down to 38 inch for a cleaner sport bike look. And constant tip overs. <laughs> it does look better than being on stretch. Custom wheelie bar with nitrous bottle. Not connected, but comes with a purge kit. Because I like to pose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that reminds me of when I used to go to all the car shows mm-hmm. back in the early 2000s when the Fast and Furious movies mm-hmm. first came out. Yeah. Everyone would just hook up purge kits. Just mm-hmm. shooting CO2. Just and- so they go... Just they just mm-hmm. sit there. They, they're not even shooting nitrous. They're shooting CO two. Just, sure. psh, just psh, make noises psh, and shoot little mm-hmm. jets of steam. You know, clouds. Mm-hmm. But apparently, that's yeah, it's a thing. 
Pingle electric shifter. Thumb shifter buttons on clutch side. Air shock ride. Air pump stored in oversized custom trunk. Down for cruising. Up for taking turns better. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's talking about his suspension. Uh, no. What? No. <laughs> up would be worse on a three-wheeler. Well, when when he says down, I'm assuming he's he means like low oh, right like, or down. Yeah, okay, that that's probably a fair point. Like like <clears throat> like. <laughs> Blue LED lights all around for independent switches. Completely unlegal wherever you live. <laughs> Legal nowhere. Front air intake, side vents, in rear fenders, under seat bike, gun racks, hold my crutches, easily removable. <laughs> Custom loud shorty exhaust pipes, bike comes with both passenger seat as well as sports cow. Custom skull seat with crutches, crossbones, clean title in hand. This trike has never been raced on the track, but I have done well over three digits on the highway because... I make good decisions. <laughs> bike handles well and rides excellent. This could be a show bike, but for me, it's about riding. I well, just well, if the was... dude's on crutches, maybe he can't hold the bike up. In which case, a the trike, trike makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, not. I just assumed this was a show bike. Yeah, yeah, all the way around. But I didn't. Maybe he's actually riding the thing places. Because here he is at a bike show with like with four girls, a bunch of girls in bikinis on it. Yeah, and one dude. Staring incredulously in the back. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe that thing gets girls. Custom seat with the crutches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and, and <laughs> I love and this picture. Booze in the trunk under the, <laughs> booze under the seat. But a lot of booze, under, of the booze under the seat. Um, well, um, and, uh, there's the gun racks for it, his crutches. It does what it says in the tin, I guess. There's the nitrous bottle and the wheelie bar. I got, I gotta say, if I was, if I was on crutches, this is not what I would buy, but you know, it looks very clean, but well done. I assumed this was a show bike. That would be my assumption too. So, but, but he says he rides. So, yeah, I, I, you know, okay. I, he's got the thumb shifter and mm-hmm. everything, so he, he's you know he doesn't have to depend on his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go so far as to think say I think it looks cool, but you know if you get to ride a trike and you want to look fast, this this does. I think I'd rather get a spider. I'm seeing this thing getting pulled over, like, a lot. <laughs> Are you going fast? No. You're going fast right now. No, I'm not. Pull over. <laughs> I'm sitting still. You look like you're going fast, son. <laughs> Pull over. You're standing right next to me, officer. Sir. <laughs> Sir. Wait. And you're literally standing. There's there's the ice cream truck. I think it's I think it's the swooby fenders on the back wheels that do it, it. It looks fast. The thing looks like it hauls. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it looks nice. He set out to make a thing, and he made a thing, and you know. Yeah. Oh wait! I wonder if those are the. Uh, What's it? I wonder if those are the controls for the uh, the air shock. Could be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know. There it is. Yeah, I think it does what it says in the tin. It it not my thing, but not my thing. If you want a sport bike and can't hold it up, eh, there's a certain <laughs> amount of reasonability to it. If you want a sport bike and can't get it up, there you go. They, I just won't help that. Hate mail now and go. I'm gonna get beat up. Oh boy. Oh, we got a present. We got a present. I'm gonna go, go get, get the present. Okay. 
We got a present from our friends at Helite Moto. It's the Helite Inflator Vest. The inflatable vest I saw at the AIM Expo. Yeah. Hey, did I mention I went to the AIM Expo this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, we all heard of it before. Jokes all, <laughs> jokes all can vote. <laughs> so they've sent us this thing uh, with a couple canisters so yep. that we can pop Stuff it a few canisters times. that we can be idiots with it a little bit. Uh-huh. So the, the overall vest is just, it kind of comes off like just a big nylon vest. Mm-hmm. Like a big uh, kind of like life preserver. Yeah, it kind of it kind of looks like a PFD. It has a uh, it's kind of like long in the back, which I'm assuming is like a hip protection mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And the one we got is clearly not sized for someone with my barrel chest. So you're going to be our test monkey the first time around. Okay, so I'm going to put this on, and we're going to pop a canister right here in the yeah, studio. In the studio, what could possibly go wrong with that? I, I have no idea. But I, I, sixty pounds of force, huh? Yeah, so I, I put it on when I showed up, and you could pull like a mother on this leash. Nothing's happening. We'll see how well this all edits out. Yep. I'm strapping on the vest. Mm-hmm. And putting on the helmet. Putting on a helmet. Yeah, the thing's kind of like sort of tight around your neck, which I'm assuming is to... I'll get close here yeah. and you can see how it looks. This is the activation cylinder. There's a video that... Go- this is our audio video show, I guess. Yes, yes. There's the a video that'll go with this, listeners. Yes. Assuming we don't have the, we don't have the proper bike leash, so we're gonna use the dog leash. Here we go for science. Science, ah. science. You might want to strap that on. <laughs> Not that it won't be really funny when it inflates and blows it off your head, but <laughs> we think this one's got actual juice in it. So just like pulling down and hard, it's not getting anything. So step back a little, set your legs. <laughs> I'm unloading the things for Chuck now. <laughs> oh my god, feel how hard it is. Oh my god, it's like. Oh, wow. No. As soon as it pops, it starts it's deflating. It's deflating slowly. It is deflating. <laughs> oh my god. I can't move my head. I think, I, yeah, I guess my yeah. head wow, is that is completely like, immobilized. Is, his helmet is. Just like gripped by this thing. Oh, oh. Ooh, turn around so I can see the back. Uh, so he's got this like. Okay, move forward a little bit so they can see the bottom. He's got this like uh, giant ass cover now that's all inflated. Uh, Does that did that feel as awful as it sounded? You know, I really didn't feel anything <laughs> until all it's like all of a sudden I couldn't move. <laughs> wow. That, that, so it's like slowly deflating now, and Chuck Chuck's like got this oh. crazy. It looks like a freaking baby. <laughs> That's a rush. So, oh wow, it's God, just, check that thing out. Yeah, it's freaking huge. Now I gotta put it on inflated just to Let's see. Yeah, this thing would can... definitely be entirely too small for me. <laughs> I can't get the front together when it's inflated. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, is there a lot of adjustment that I'm not using? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There is much more adjustment. We had a, okay. We yeah, had we a pretty close. We could fiddle. We could fiddle. Maybe we can do the next one on you. Yeah. Okay. Woo! It just all, right. That's... all of a sudden it went. It was just like robot bear hug. <laughs> wow. That is intense. Still, I can see why this is such good protection, though. I mean, the thing is, like, it is super hard. It's it is, already getting really soft. It's getting really soft before it was, like, it was, like... A brick. It was a brick <laughs> of air. Wow, that was wild. <laughs> was that as loud as it sounded in my head? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was not quiet. That's for damn sure. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, I see. And so the mechanism, the mechanism, and we'll hold it up there. The mechanism is just a big mother of a spring, and there's this little, like, pin with a ball on it that goes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like you probably undo it with an Allen wrench. Yep. And to reset it, and you put the ball in, and that gets the pin back in place, and then you screw it back down, and yeah, do your thing. I'd leave that on until all of the pressure's gone, if I were you. Should be okay, right? Yeah, it feels really soft in the... You can't see it on this audio, but we're both totally, like, wimpy looking away, like, oh, like, wimpy. There we go. Oh, okay. Intense. I think I'm going to have to invest in I'm, this I'm thing. really giving it some serious this thought is now. A, this is a kind of a game changer for safety. <laughs> this is a serious game changer. Because that, that, that feels like a goddamn shield around your body. Well, it, it looks goes. like one. It's like you're, like, triple as thick as you were beforehand. Wow. And then as soon as it's deflated, it's just like a thin vest, like there's nothing to it. Yeah, and all you do is put another one of these in there, and you're ready to go again. Well, you do the little all the wiggly-doo, which we're going to have to learn to do here. Yeah. Did it come with an Allen wrench? It did not, but she said... Uh, oh, hang much, on. Yeah. No, 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 no. We'll just find an Allen wrench somewhere. When you buy one, they give you one. Yeah. But I've got a ton of Allen wrenches. Yeah, we, easy. we can find an Allen wrench. It takes... She was doing it on and off like nothing, so... Yeah. Cool. I wonder if it's a metric Allen wrench. Well, it's a French company. Yeah, so. That is cool. Now I, now I want to try it. <laughs> I want to do <laughs> like, it now. That looked, that looked intense. I mean, we definitely need to make it bigger or like, break my ribs, but... <laughs> We've got three more cartridges. Maybe. Okay. Do you want to do both of us? Yeah, let's... Uh, let's uh... Okay, we're going to pause All here. Right, pausing. <laughs> okay, so we are back wow. from the second test. Wow. Cool. Look at the video that I'm posting. Oh, my God. Um, we tried to do it in slow motion. Hopefully that carries Hopefully across that to the video. I want one. <laughs> Well, it's so right? well, yeah, it's great because like the impression of it, and you know, you can watch in the video. Like it takes a good, strong pull. It's like a like a pull with your legs, not with your arms, kind of pull. Yeah, you want a solid pull. Yeah, which is good because then you you are totally not going to walk away from the bike and accidentally trigger this thing. It is not going to happen. The bike will fall over first, which then would probably trigger it. That would probably trigger it. <laughs> which would be really funny. Hey guys, I clunk. <laughs> <laughs> you just fall right over like the kid who wears too many clothes at winter. <laughs> Which is totally what they feel. Okay, so the, the 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 sensation of wearing the thing, you hear the pam, and there's this moment where your body, where you're like, okay, that was weird, and then you realize that all of a sudden this vest you are wearing, without your particularly noticing, has become incredibly thick and hard and like <laughs> solid and wow, man, like really like a big piece of armor. It's amazing. It is. And then, and then you can't move your head at all. <laughs> you kind of flail your arms around like the kid in the <laughs> it in is, too uh, many clothes. <laughs> it is definitely an airbag kind of. I mean, wow. it's just it's amazing. It really is. It's, it's kind of a. I, this is a total game changer. Yeah, game changer. I'm impressed as hell. I really, I, I want one. Although, as I'm, as I'm wearing it and I'm looking at the vest, I'm like, I'm kind of thinking the one built into the coat mm-hmm. would be really tempting, more so, because but, it's already. Well, it's already there. Yeah, well, yeah, putting putting it on and over. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm kind of vaguely annoyed now when I have to pull on my heated jacket and then you know thread everything through and put yeah. on a suit over it. Like that's sort of annoying. Yeah. Um, but but the, the vest is pretty easy to just throw on. 
Yeah, that's yeah. true. A vest is easy to throw on. And, you know, plus you're throwing it on, you know, like take my fall staff and lose the back protector and put the vest on instead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll we'll test it with me riding. We'll ride around with it a little bit and see how it is riding. I, I'm st- I'm tempted to try to, you know, jump off the Ural at some 10, 15 miles an hour and <laughs> just bounce on this ground. I, uh, I, I, uh, hmm. I, I'm tempted to try it. To just bail out of the sidecar with yep. somebody else riding so it doesn't yeah. crash. Yeah. <laughs> bail! Yep. <laughs> We could just we could just like shove yeah, you down a hill or something. Go well, we could go get do that. Go to a hill and just throw, the, <laughs> throw you down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> test number three. <laughs> we have two yeah, more doing that test cartridges to go okay. through. One so we we'll, ride around with, and we'll, one we'll we try can. a scenario. Maybe get like a dirt field or something. Mm-hmm. I know a grass one we can use. Okay, with a piece of pavement on it. Okay. <laughs> there's a there's a paved walkway at the bottom of it. We'll have to do like a it's the sliding hill. <sighs> Do we have to do the control test where I just throw myself <laughs> off? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, we'll just bad the decisions. Best. I've done wrong things. So, what what else do you get impression wise from the vest? Um, boy, uh, I definitely would be tempted by the high vis one, mm-hmm. but just because the black one's so you know black black with no reflective anything anywhere on it i really think they need to make the cruiser street pirate model yeah high vis on the inside <laughs> yeah yeah although as i'm thinking about it the actual there's actually a layer over the top so you never see the inside that inflates ah oh, that's true it yeah, doesn't really change right. color it it's whatever color out. it is, is yeah. what it changes you know it'd be cool if it could pop out if you could if you could make like the material change color under stress so like when it inflated it turned all like hello kitty yeah that would be that would be awesome yeah um, it doesn't look like it would change how you feel hot or cold-wise. Uh, no, I imagine if it was really hot, I, d- I bet it doesn't breathe worth a damn. It's got like a kind of okay kind lining of on the inside, kind of meshy thing. thing. Yeah. But yeah, I don't and think it's it would make a huge so difference. It's going to be so loose on you. Yeah, that was one thing we learned. Uh, Chuck Chuck <laughs> made a very undignified <laughs> noise because we had it too tight on Chuck. <laughs> and when that sucker inflates, there's no give. I mean, there's give enough to be armor, but uh, there isn't a lot of like you, comfort give. It is it is not easy to perceive the inflation of no. the, the, the device. No, it's just like suddenly you're wearing this bar of iron around you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the sensation. I've got a vest. I've got a vest. Iron. <laughs> what? What just happened? No, I had no perception of the inflation whatsoever. I heard a noise and then yeah. i was just like and then pretty much all you could think is huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that is what you think <laughs> huh there's a whoa <laughs> uh for our next show i think we're going to try to get someone from helite on to absolutely. talk some more about it and, absolutely uh, maybe we'll have uh i don't know if we'll have our test videos ready by then but maybe Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have the videos for this week's. You can definitely see for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. I definitely, I'm with you. The, the price is high, but you know, I pay 500 bucks for a helmet. Yeah, you pay 500 bucks for a helmet. You pay 500 to a thousand for a suit. Yeah, exactly. So you know, this is this is another piece of gear. I'm really looking forward to this being like a normal thing. You know, like starting to be really common. That would mm-hmm. be sweet. I love the idea of it integrated in the coat just because the convenience factor, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like every piece of gear. The more convenient it is, the more you'll use it. Mm-hmm. And and when you're not wearing it, it's not like wearing armor. So, you know, like I'm thinking of the, the big back protector. Like, hmm, that's interesting. I could lose that, make me a little lighter. Yeah, yeah. You could lose the back protector. You could lose the, the, sh- the shoulder stuff. I don't think I'd lose the shoulder stuff. Really? No. 
Because it protects over the top of the shoulders and your head and your spine really well. Yeah. It doesn't really protect the outsides very much. Mm. Although, as I'm thinking about it, the shoulders, I don't know. I thought it felt pretty... It's pretty big around the shoulders. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It seems like it would be better supplementing shoulder armor, because strikes from the side, I'd want shoulder armor, not this thing. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's intriguing. You know, it could be... It would be... Uh, more advantageous for the armor to be in different spots mm-hmm. in conjunction with something like that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, like I think this. they tell you take out your back protector when you're using yeah. it. Yeah, maybe the armor would be like this more like on the outside shoulder or like yeah. an outside piece. Yeah, could be. Yeah, but, and maybe their jackets are built that way. We'll have to ask them. That, yeah, that would be. We should get them on the show. We should get them. You know what they need? That would that? be kind of cool. That's that? an ass one. Asses. <laughs> it kind of has an inflating ass thing already. Kind of, yeah. It's got this long skirt in the back skirt that goes thing, down yeah. low over the lower part of your spine. I'm, I'm picturing airbags in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> Airbag pants. Now, there's an idea. <laughs> <time to come>. <laughs> <laughs> boing. And you, if you have the vest in the pants and there's a crash, you're just like, where's the rider? There he goes. Boing, 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 yeah. boing, boing. What? You stop and you're like, I can't move. Hang on. <laughs> Works for going to Mars, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Then why not? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I am I am just impressed as hell, I gotta say. That is a that is a cool, cool bit of kit right there. Yes. Uh and something we'll be talking about on some more on mm-hmm. another show. I hope so. Because that is cool. That is way cool. And they sent us something to try out and talk about, so god damn it, we're gonna we're talk gonna about make it. Make sure we talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we get so little fun. Hell yeah. Alright. Um Let's see. Moving on. Well, let's just go to letters. Yeah. So, listener Aaron sent us a really interesting mail. He sent us a link. Actually, this is on Facebook. Excuse me. He sent us a link to some random person offering lessons on Craigslist on a DR200. And he asked, as an MSF instructor, what do you think of guys doing training for money on the side? So, someone doing, hey... You yeah. want to learn to ride a bike? The dude's link was like, I got a bike that's a DR200, and if you give me 60 bucks an hour, I'll train you to ride a bike. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, private instruction? Well, yeah, still? except, you know, his his question was, you know, what do you, what do you think about guys doing training for money on the side? So, usual disclaimer, I am an MSF rider coach, but I'm speaking from personal opinion and don't represent the organization as a whole because, duh, that said. That's, that sounds legal. Yeah, legal-ish. Yeah, totally. Um that, yeah, so, like, um, there's a few concerns I'd have here. For starters, like, if your state, if you're getting some waiver from them for the state, um, the state will only recognize certain, like, givers of waivers. Um, I, I got to assume he can't promise any kind of waiver. That, oh, you, would, you would that. Think seems that. like a given. But the minute he says he can, he's probably full of shit. Yeah. Um, I'd, be, I'd be really, so I'd be worried about, like, the location legality. Where's he taking you? Like... Does he own it? Mm-hmm. Or, no, or is the it like a parking lot? Yeah, because it? if it's a parking lot that's not his, then that's actually somebody Somebody liability could get... Liability. Yeah, there's liability shit. problems and all that. What if he's doing it in like a neighborhood, like a cul-de-sac? Oh, absolutely not on public streets. Absolutely not on public streets. Run, don't walk away from public street training. Okay. Um, that's just stupid in a hundred ways. More mm-hmm. ways than I can count. And then there's the equipment thing. Like the bike looks like it's in okay shape and he's got these helmets and stuff, but like... Have the helmets been tossed? Has the bike been tossed? You know, just just basic, like, make sure the bike is safe kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's like, I've got gloves and helmets, which, okay, good. 
Um, okay. Oh, okay. So he's providing gear. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So the the so let, let's assume for a minute. Let's let's assume he's going to teach you on land he owns. Okay. Somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, because whatever. Like uh, what's his face, Vernon? Vernon. Vernon. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then there's an important difference we'll get to in a second. So it's on land you own, and you know. Great, and he's not telling you he's going to be able to give you some kind of waiver. Yeah, he's just strictly teaching you. Yeah, how to ride I'll show you how to ride. So there's there's a few things. First of all, there's the safety thing again. Like how safe is the land? So Vernon has a, an incredibly huge wide patch, which the training organization he works through has come and measured and said, yes, this has enough runoff. There's nothing for people to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, if they completely suck, they aren't going to die here. They'll come to a stop in the field and yell at him. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Um, this dude has not done that. You know, it may look, you know, so it's, it's, this is, as soon as you're saying okay to this dude, it's total caveat emptor, you know, buyer beware. Yep. Um, you know, so if the place is actually safe, like, are there things to hit? Are there holes? You know, that, well, that that's maybe. the thing. If you're going, if you're the, if you're the guy, if you're the person going to this guy to be, learn how to ride a bike, you're not going to know to, to check for all this shit because you're just. <laughs> Going oh yeah, that's the part that worries me the most. You, you know? just got a newbie showing, and up. they don't know how to. They don't know how to look at the bike and see if the bike is even like yeah, you know, reasonably they're, safe. They're like, not concerned about fucking runoff. Do the brakes work? Or, yeah, what am I gonna? Well, because that's the thing. What am I gonna hit if I go too far? Yeah, is it soft? <laughs> Put this vest on. You know, <laughs> we have trees, but I can vouch that when a rebel hits them, the trees bend. <laughs> very small don't worry i'll catch up to you in my side by side before you hit something yeah so my, my other question would be then the safety of the teachers like okay this is the part that really gets me is who is this dude and i'm assuming it's a dude mm-hmm. could be a chick could be but i'm guessing it's a dude mm-hmm. um talks like a dude is this is this somebody with formalized training on how to train someone if so who why aren't they teaching with them um you know what are their actual chops as a rider would be the other question because mm-hmm. you know now could it as a writer coach mm. are you prohibited in your contract or something to not teach on the side mm. okay so you could do this i could theoretically teach on the side uh-huh. i can't give msf cards if it's not in an msf range with proper insurance and which seems like common sense yeah that's duh right but so he could be that's entirely possible teacher him doing it on the side i will say you know at best this is like kind of shady like like that's a little weird why would he be doing it Yes, yeah, that's the why is what I keep coming to. Like, like, why does he you... not get paid enough? Does he not pick up enough classes? Yeah, does he? You know, is he no longer doing it for some reason? Which would be one of the high on my suspicion list. Well, yeah, could he have you know washed out in some way? Who knows? Yeah, you know, I, I there's a, there's a million could reasons. School, I think their of. school could have closed down. Yeah, I mean, there could be all kinds there of reasons. There could be reasons. Yeah, both valid and, and valid and invalid. Yeah. And those are you know fair questions. But you're you're like wondering why, why? Yeah, why is my big question? And then you know, is he a rider that's worth a damn? Mm. You know, time is not equal to skill, and especially if you're teaching someone to ride. Like, I don't care if you can go around a corner. I don't care if you have twenty thousand. You know, you know, many many mile. I've been riding for twenty years, kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You want that guy to teach somebody? Well, not not me. No, shit. <laughs> nobody like right. <laughs> so yeah, and then and then their chops as a teacher is important too, because like writing is not teaching. Um, Would he be in trouble if he does this on the side and he's using MSF teaching materials? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's something you can't do. Uh, I don't think so. No. But I guess if you're using like 
isn't Team Morgan open, open source? Yeah. yeah, so he could be using open source. He could be using somebody's legal. Legal. yeah, yeah. And then, but is he? Yeah, or is he just like here? Get on the bike. And- yeah, the general the general question you're asking is: Does this person actually have fucking clue what they're doing? Yeah, because <laughs> kind of getting taught by someone who's not good at teaching or riding in an unsafe place is you know probably worse than relearning yourself. Yeah, from a book. Yeah, yeah. So it's very it's very weird. I, I yeah, I, I I probably wouldn't do it. No, uh, I maybe if you're tight on money. I yeah, but at that point, why aren't you just? I mean, if you're the the thing that keeps coming back to me is like, so the MSF has one thing, and you pretty much you know if it's all MSF, you're legit, and it's MSF. Yeah, others may have different rules, but like this dude telling you I'm totally legit, like I don't care who he's with, and he says, oh, because it's team whoever's open source, it's totally legit. Like I wouldn't really buy that. I would I would want to find go find out whether he's full of shit or not. I guess <laughs> what I'm thinking is if I don't have the money to go pay for MSF or for Lee Parks mm-hmm. and I'm just going to learn a different way, I think I'd rather find someone I know that yeah. rides to teach me to ride versus throwing money at some dude to teach me to ride. Could be. The dude has a bike, keep in mind. Well, now, 60 bucks an hour is about the going rate for an MSF course in most places. I mean, it goes up and down depending on where you are. Yeah. But I think I'd still be like, hey, Billy, can you teach me to ride on your bike? Yeah. Because I'm not going to do it the right way anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I I find it deeply shady. Deeply, deeply shady. And there's just there's something off about it. And it could be that this guy is great and this would be a really good experience. Uh-huh. Yeah, he could be just a really great teacher. And, and yeah. It's just... This is just his thing, but like, I don't know, man. How, how is he advertising? Yeah, on Craigslist with. Learn to ride. Learn, yeah, Craigslist with like a picture of his bike and some helmets and like some DR200? Yeah. Which, you know, it's a good choice. It looks choice. like it's in good shape. Yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah. It's not like he's learn to ride on my busa. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I don't know what to make of it. Hmm. I really don't. I'd be, I'd be kind of sketched out. I mean, without something saying. Because the whole point is you go to a school and you don't know who the crap they are. No. I mean, you go to Utah Rider Ed and you have no freaking idea who Utah Rider is apart from you heard about them from either the MSF's page or Wheel Nerds or, you know, a friend who went to them. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's all you have to go on, generally speaking, that these people aren't complete chuckleheads. Right. Craigslist ad for some rando dude. And, and you know, <laughs> let's let's be really blunt. 90% of the time you go to an MSF class is so you can get the waiver. Uh-huh. Learning to ride, yeah, that's good. good. But getting the DMV waiver, that's better. That's, yeah, learning to ride and getting <laughs> the waiver? That's the carrot. Very good, yeah. That's that, the carrot. That's the carrot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. We should call him. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> We'll start with we'll start with you doing the bro. <laughs> hey, bro! So you can teach me to ride for sure, and you you can do like the whole like I gotta I want to get a CBR man. <laughs> See how he reacts to that. You know, this is all figuring out if the person's clueless. If he's like, oh yeah, bro, make sure you get a thousand, though, not the six hundred. You know, if he's uh, you know if he's if he's teaching on a DR two hundred. He's got some brain in his head someplace. Yeah, that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I wonder about this, you know, is this in some, like, incredibly rural, like, fuck nowhere county? That would 
In yeah. which case, it's probably quite legal and probably the only game in town. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you got? I got a field. Who owns it? My uncle. <laughs> Is it safe? It's a field, so kind of. <laughs> Who owns it? Own. Side by side. Side by side. <laughs> we'll go get lunch in the side by side. Comes with lunch. It's McDonald's. Comes with lunch. Yeah, have me throw the bike on top of the side by side. We'll just drive it out to the field. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot, a lot of things that the the ad does not tell you about this that would I would want to know before I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. teach me. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, kind of sketchy. We're thinking not uh, saying something about the guy in particular, but just the idea is kind of sketchy. Feels shady. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd, I'd caveat emptor. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, if it's the only game in town, it's the only game in town. Yeah. Have you talked to Ralph? He has a DR200 and teaches people in the field. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good deal. Yeah, you can try his bike, and if you like it, you can go buy your own. He only murders one out of ten. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's good at it. He gets hungry. Right. <laughs> he serves the rest of you lunch. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Does he have a side-by-side? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Vernon had the high quality service where his wife brought homemade muffins. That was pretty sweet. Wow. Yeah. That was that was a shame. Wait, shame this was this was up in Washington, right? On Oregon, yeah. Or what kind of muffins? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. We we things got pretty groovy after that. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> hi, hi Vernon. All right, all right, all right. Tom writes. Hey guys, it's been a while since I listened in. So I did just that and hate you. You guys suck. That's not what he said. I know. <laughs> so I did just that. That's what I just wanted to say to you. Mm-hmm. I just did that and wanted to comment about your most recent episode. I built a sidecar rig primarily for toting my dog around. Cool. But you're spot on regarding the utility and practicality of these rigs. Yep. My tug is a vintage Honda V45 Magnum. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. As for the learning curve, I took right to it without much effort. Hot wifey rides with me occasionally, as do our cool grandkids. But the dog by far has the most seat time. Check out my website for the project build info and pics. Cool. And we'll put the link up in our show notes. He mm-hmm. documents building this whole thing out. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. The, the cool one of the things I really like about the sidecar community is there's a strong DIY streak. Mm. You know. Well, you can't just pull into your local Honda and be like, "Hey, I run the sidecar rig," and they'd be like, "You need the one thousand sidecar rig." <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. I, I do. I do need the one thousand. Yeah, <laughs> a thousand seems like it might be a little anemic, <laughs> given that I'm pushing a thousand pounds of shit around. Is <laughs> appealing to my interests all of a sudden. <laughs> the Busa sidecar rig, you say? <laughs> wait a minute. What? Oh wait, I can't. We can't actually do that at any of our Honda dealers. <laughs> Excuse That's, me. Do you sell the Busa? That's the problem. No. <laughs> I just thought of a great game we need to play. <laughs> oh? We need to go into Honda and Yamaha dealers and ask them if we can buy a Busa. <laughs> I bet they, they take us right over to like a CBR or something. Yeah, like, yeah, they go like, here it is. You go, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, buy yep. this. Because <laughs> if you're dumb enough to go into there and be like, I want a Busa. Yeah, they're like, we're dumb enough to take your money. <laughs> <laughs> they're like... Man, I just bought a boat. <laughs> I just bought my second boat. Having a P.T. Barnum moment right now. 
Should I hold on my calls? <laughs> Do you need gear? <laughs> Do you want genuine Honda Busa gear? You know, no real rider rides the same bike every day. Sure, sure, sure. You need at least three. Mm. Rotate. Mm-hmm. Like tires. Well, what's going to happen when when one wears out? You know? Fuck yeah! When it's out of gas, what are you going to do? Goddamn shit! Fuck. <laughs> Phil, oh, he, wait before we get to this layer. So here's a weird thing that's happening mm-hmm. at my work. Okay, people at my work know I ride bikes. Yeah, I, they know I do the show. Some of them. Mm-hmm. This guy comes up to me, and he hands me a slip of paper with a name, mm-hmm. two names. Okay, he's like, "Do you recognize these names?" Um. Should I? He's like, well, are they familiar to you as Ducati racers? And I look at the names. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't follow racing, man. That's mm. not my gig. And he's like, all right. Well, here's what's going on. My ex-girlfriend is dating this dude who claims to be a Ducati factory rider. Factory rider or a racer? <laughs> well, that's the thing. So they send him test bikes. And he used to race for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hmm. really? So I, I throw those names into Google and nothing mm-hmm. comes up. And I'm like, that's that's weird. You know, I reach out to James from The Pace because mm-hmm. he's in the racing. And James, I think, assumes does the same thing I do and, like, Googles it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And these are two. And I'm like, so are these two guys? And he's like, no, it's one dude. He says he also uses this name. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, in, well, he has a Ducati, a Ducati Corse, Corse, Corso, mm-hmm. uh, some yeah. $60,000 bike. Plus, mm-hmm. a, and I'm like, well, all you need is money to get one of those. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily <laughs> real money. Real money. You could, it could be, you know, pretend money used, yeah. traded, who knows, stolen. Mm-hmm. You know, he also has a Harley that he says is worth like 60 sometimes. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, Every racer we have ever talked to mm-hmm. hates riding on outside the of the track. Yeah, mm-hmm. hates riding on the street. They yeah. don't. They, it scares them. Yeah. A- I'm like, okay. Set one. There's that. Two. What Ducati racer is going to jump on a couch glide? I don't know, man. It's just there's there's things that don't quite lie. It's possible, but. There's things that don't quite line up. And the whole, like, it's worth $60,000 thing is very... Yeah. Like, anyone anyone who's a real rider... When's the last time you heard someone who's a really serious rider talk about how much their bike cost? That's true. That's true. It's just, uh, they don't, we, you don't, know, we don't talk to Harley guys that much. Yeah. My bike costs $60,000, and it's covered in bugs and shit because I ride it all the time. So he went back, and, mm. you know, a couple days go by. I told him, you know... Oh, he also claims to, own, to hold a track record at Miller. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, call Miller. Yeah. He'll tell you who. Yeah. You know. Call our local D- uh, Ducati dealer. We only have one. Mm-hmm. If this guy is who he says he is, they'll know him. Mm-hmm. And he comes back and he's uh, he hadn't t- talked to anyone else yet. But he's like, well, you know, about the Google thing, he said he had his lawyer go and pull all that public info off because he's private. And I'm like, bullshit. No. This is instant race. Race information no. is just public knowledge. You don't yeah, pull, you can't that. pull it. No, you're not using an alias. You're, no, this guy's. This guy's. You are not the fucking Batman. This guy's full <laughs> of crap. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, dude. That's just. This is really shady. Yep. <laughs> so shady. Yep. If this is the line he's throwing out the chicks, man, it's. He's yeah. He's, yeah. He's full of it. So yeah. 
With that, let's let's move on to Phil. Phil, <laughs> not that Phil's is shady. Phil has nothing to do with this shadiness. <laughs> Phil's totally cool. No, it's just he just oops. Yep. Sorry, Phil. Every single thing you've said about the Ural was absolutely correct. Phil also sent us a picture. I've sent this spent this past week with one, and has brought me to one conclusion. I'm buying a crappy old underpowered Ural and transplanting the sidecar and Earl's fork over to my '76. 6R90, which means there will be a clean, low-miles-used 650cc Ural motor up for grabs. There's got to be used for that somewhere. Maybe. Please. Can you do that? Well, the fork is just a certain, you know, width, in which case you slap it right in. But, I mean, can you pull the... Because you got to have the sidecar frame, right? Well, that's, yeah. that's not going to bolt up to it. I have doubts. And the, the Ural bike itself, by itself, is not going to... Yeah, no. Because it's built to be a unit. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. they make a big deal about that. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I could see the uh, the uh, the tub could be placed on a different frame, but I don't yeah, think he'll, the... if he has a different frame that is that will fit I his R ninety, I would bet that there is somebody who makes an adapter. Because you can actually unbolt the Ural sidecar from the actual bike itself. Okay. There's still a bit of frame and subframe and crap stuck to the bike. Uh-huh. Um, but you can do it. I mean, you've got to be able to do that. Especially with, I mean, if it's a two-wheel drive, there's more to... Yeah, there's all the other bullshit. But, I mean, you could you could turn a two-wheel drive into a one-wheel drive very easily just by, you know, detaching the drive shaft from the wheel and letting the little donut thing spin. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, you could do it. Um, and, you know, honestly, if he already owns it, that's probably the cheapest way to get a Ural tub with a frame. Yeah. And he's not the first person to put a Ural tub with a frame because the actual attachment points to... The bike are two two clevises down below and two up top. Mm-hmm. Or well, no, it's the weird ball joint thing in the back. But it's it's still it's you know it's like there's four points of attachment still, and those are the points you'd attack and do it with. So you could probably do it if you just had, assuming that the BMW had the places to bolt that on. Mm-hmm. And I bet somebody makes a kit. Hmm. It's not going to be easy, and then you're going to have to do all the adjustment bullshit. But you know. And then I guess uh, there's, there'd probably be a market for the the bike itself. To well, not with might. the front fork missing. Not well, someone might have the other parts for it, you know. Yeah, yeah, for the fenders and stuff. I mean, that's <laughs> if you take if you have the engine and most of the bike, you've got a lot of steel. The rear wheel will be a hot ticket item. Everybody could always use one of those. Well, there might be someone with a you know whose Euro blew up, mm-hmm. and they're yep. like, I need a bike. I could use that. I could transplant most of that bike into my bike. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know what I need to do. I need to put this bike, and I'll strap it to the side of my side-by-side, and mm-hmm. I'll have a side-by-side-by-side. Side. Side. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 um, Yeah. I mean, selling a Ural tub with a sidecar, is that thing will move fast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if he doesn't want to go buy one, he's already got the Ural and doesn't like the bike, eh, it's not entirely whacked. The R90 is a cool bike. Yeah, R90 will go. Yeah. And, you know, then you won't have the problem of your, uh, <laughs> the ends of your cylinders hitting the road when you turn. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the R90 series is notable for having little guards on the uh, jugs because they're the first thing that touches down on it. Uh-huh. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You know, you know what those jugs need? What air vests? <laughs> what have you learned, Todd? I've learned I need to inflate more when falling off the bike. What have you learned? I've learned that sounds dirty. 
<laughs> That's what we got time for this week. Until next week, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent. Can you do can you do frontier gibberish? <laughs> <laughs>